0: Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession in life to teach you how to be a more productive version of you. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to sign up for my free seven day productivity challenge. Just give me two minutes a day for a week, and I will teach you simple, easily implementable strategies on how you can become more productive. The seven, day productivity challenge available at mrproductivity.com m-i-s-t-e-r Productivity.com. today in the show harrison barron he is the host of the brutally honest podcast of which i was a guest on and he runs a rapidly growing startup in the digital marketing space on this show we're going to talk a lot about linkedin but more importantly how you can win at linkedin Harrison, what is up? Hey, what's up, Mark? How are you, man? I'm doing awesome. I'm very warm today. We were talking before I hit record that it's 82 here in Houston, and you just shared with me that you went on a motorcycle ride. You live up in
1: Long Island, and yeah. it wasn't
0: 82 degrees.
1: Uh, no, it's it's like I think we hit we topped out at about 49, and um, it's it's very. It's not that bad in the sunlight when you're not riding around and just, you know, you're walking to your car and stuff like that. But as soon as you pass 25 miles an hour, um, it sucks every little bit of heat out of you immediately.
0: I could not imagine getting on a motorcycle unless it was like 80 degrees. Because I know when the faster you go, it gets colder. So if it was 80 degrees, it'd probably feel like, what, 65, 70?
1: Yeah, okay. I'm like there's there's actually a whole scale that oh. somebody made that that shows you um your it's the the speed that you're going versus the temperature outside. Oh wow! And, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's like a motorcycle temperature chart. So um, actually, I'm curious to know uh, to see what it was when I was riding. But <laughs> well, well, I was on the like, podcast. it just it just sucks the life right. Yeah, it's a it's a what is it? A wind chill? Yeah, wind chill. So at 50 degrees at 35 miles an hour, it's 41, and then at 50 miles an hour, it's 40 degrees, like, <laughs> underneath, like, hitting you. So it's cold.
0: Mm. Not me, man. You're you're a better human being than I am, because there's no way I would do that. <laughs> well, I, went, I don't get these people up in Michigan. I guess it was a couple of days ago. They... Jump in the the lake, Michigan, or something like that, with just their bathing suit. Oh, on. like a polar plunge? Yeah, I'm like, what are you yeah. saying? That water better be 95 degrees, or I'm not jumping in that water. I'm sorry, I'm not- we
1: have that on Long Island, man. Like oh. people get together, they raise money for cancer, and uh, they like it's like a thing, and people just start part like that's like their party. They look forward to it, and like it's like. I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure it's like after Christmas, and it's you know usually January, February, and this is like the next thing, the next holiday almost. People look forward to is this Polar Plunge, and they don't get me wrong. They raise a ton of money for cancer and stuff like that, and it's phenomenal. But it is cold outside. <laughs> you know what?
0: It's a great charity. Here's my money.
1: I'm not jumping in the water. That ain't <laughs> I'll am i mail a check for my heated living
0: room, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk about social media, especially um, LinkedIn, because that's your area expertise. But before we started recording, I want to fill the uh, listener in a little bit here. We're actually talking about my f- newfound love of TikTok. It's insane right now how TikTok is awesome. There are all kinds of people getting on TikTok. Spoiler alert, it's not just for 13 and 17-year-olds anymore. There's a lot of older people people on there. Gary Vaynerchuk's on there. Grant Cardone's on there. And I'm going to be really curious to see what happens with TikTok as we move forward. It is an insane platform. It's fun. I really like about it because you could do all the editing and all the cool stuff right inside the TikTok app. You don't use a third party app, but let's talk about you. Now you're a LinkedIn expert. Let's Start right off the bat, what are several of the big mistakes people are making, whether it's just on LinkedIn or any social media platform? What are the mistakes that we are all making?
1: all right so uh, right off the bat is is a lot of people have incomplete profiles, so it it sounds crazy, but you know LinkedIn is a giant software company, and they're constantly coming up with uh, new updates and things like that to the platform and When they come out with these new updates i i don't expect everybody to just adapt right away, right? When Snapchat came out there one of their updates, it it took a huge blow from the community because they weren't happy with the overall product. So they tried to fix it, they tried to fix it and they've gotten better with it. And with LinkedIn, they are constantly adding things to the platform too. And when they add things to the platform, people aren't so quick to adapt just because they're not on there every day. They're, a lot of people don't understand the leverage that you can actually have on LinkedIn. So, I mean, I, I can't tell you. I, I thankfully own my own business, but I can't tell you how many times somebody's come to me and said, "Hey, by the way, do you know somebody for this?" And I, I literally go on LinkedIn and I type in like the job title of the person they're looking that would hire this person and find somebody that I know and message them and say, "Hey, here is your. Here's a resume of somebody I know. Would love for you to take a look at it." And I mean, I've gotten jobs for people in. I kid you not, 48 hours. Mm. Like from unemployed to employed, just because I knew somebody, they've seen my stuff on LinkedIn, they've gotten to know like and trust me. So, for example, the background image, not having an appropriate headshot is is really detrimental to your profile, not having an appropriate headline, right? I don't care if you're the CEO of a business. That that means nothing to me. Thank you. What problem do you (laughs) solve? Right? I want to know how you solve problems. You know. If you want a cool title, go work at a bank. Everybody's a vice president or president <laughs> or senior vice president or senior vice president, regional manager, whatever. There's titles mean nothing, in my opinion. So,
0: yeah, I want to stop oh. you right there. I, I, when I see someone that says best selling author, again, like to your point, what you just said, how does that benefit me? You're a best selling author, yay for you, but I'm looking for. Things that are going to help me. The fact that you're a best-selling author, or that you're a coach, or you're a podcaster—just saying that word in there—it really doesn't give any benefit to the person visiting your profile.
1: Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'll brag a little bit. I was a podcaster before podcasting was cool, um, and, and even then, I barely caught that wave because I've been podcast I've I've had my podcast for three years. I started I started one before that about four years ago, and even then, it was still like big. And now it's now they're more common than ever. But you know, you can't tell people, you know, unless you're some unless your job title is something so so interesting. Nobody, nobody, nobody cares, and nobody really knows what you're doing. So tell people in your headline. At least, at least this is this is what I preach, and I've, everybody I train and coach has tremendous success with this. Tell people the problem that you're solving or the value that you add, and then people want to engage with you. This is how I add hundreds of new connections every month, just purely from doing these things.
0: Hmm. That's so important. And you also talked about an appropriate headshot. Uh, That doesn't mean you take a selfie with your spouse and then clip them out of the picture. That's not what he's talking about. (laughs) And certainly don't put a logo. If your name is John Smith, put a picture of yourself in there. Don't put your company logo on there. That really irritates me.
1: Yeah, put put a put an appropriate headshot on there. You know, I tell people if you don't have access to a professional photographer, take um take a new iPhone, put it in portrait mode, and have somebody take a picture of you with a with a moderately neutral background. Um, it could be white, it could be gray, it could be, you know, or if it's really far away where you get that bokeh effect where it's a little blurry, that's great too. You know, just think about it when you take the picture and take. You know, if you are not a good photographer, take a hundred pictures because one of them will be good. Don't take one and hope for the best.
0: A hundred percent. And here's the thing. If you're not sure how to do this, there are thousands of profiles. You can go check out Harrison's. I think mine's pretty decent. Go look at other people's Platform uh, profiles and say, "Wow, this is the, what do you like about it? What what makes you want to find out more about information?" And then go back to your profile. And if you go, "Oh, this is kind of boring," well, that's what other people are thinking too. So it doesn't take you days and days to set the profile up. Just learn how to do it, and then just go start experimenting with it. And it's not you're not it's not like the Ten Commandments. You're you know, it's in concrete. You can change it every day. So try it out. Let it go for a couple of days, and then maybe tweak it or ask your friends for some suggestions just don't leave it the way it is because i think a lot of people have gotten lazy about that
1: yeah i think i think too it's even though gary v preaches it a lot i think it's still a very underutilized platform um uh, you know some of the other things that i see a lot of people do wrong on there is it's all about me 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 right Mm -hmm. and it's not that's not how anything works it's it's about you, you you like think about it right OxiClean, how OxiClean is going to help you. It's not about OxiClean. It's about the problem that OxiClean solves, right? Roto-Rooter, the, the thing that roto solves. All of these, you know, the uh, what is it, the squeegee thing that, that they use. Yes. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. You know, it's, it's all about the problem, the immediate problem that they're solving. That's what they're conveying. It's not me, 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 me. It's how they're going to help you, 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 you. That's how your profile should speak to people. That's how your content should speak to people.
0: And I think a lot of people who aren't that familiar with LinkedIn don't realize that every time you comment on a post and you should be commenting on a post, your headline goes along with it. So if you have a headline that says author, speaker, podcaster, well, if I'm reading the comments and I see that. Why would I want to click over to your profile? But if it says something that, wow, I could benefit from this, now I'm going to click on your profile. So that headline goes everywhere with you on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. It it's it's I, I I tell people and a lot of people still don't understand. I tell people it is the single most important part of your profile, with the exception of a decent headshot. And it does like, you know, look, if you don't have time and you crops crop it out, you know, a photo out for your headshot. Your headline is the most important thing because people might not – you can't see that image because it's smaller than your fingernail, mm-hmm. but you could read the words that follow, and that's what's going to capture people's attention.
0: Yeah, and always front-load it. So in other words, depending on they're looking at it on a mobile device or a desktop, so put the most important things In the beginning, so if the stuff gets cut off at the end, like I have the word productivity, and I have, I think, a podcaster at the end of my my headline, but most times you don't see that because it's the very end of my headline. The other important stuff is front-loaded.
1: Yeah. It's, 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 it's the most important thing. It's, it's the most, it's absolutely the most important thing. And then the last thing that I see a lot of people do and and not to get too in depth about profiles, but really the last thing I see people do is the about section, right? So people, now that you've gotten somebody to click, right? This is like website stuff. You've gotten somebody to click on your website. You've, they've read a little bit about you. Well, what the next section is your about section. And that's going to, that should tell people immediately who you are, what you do and what problems you solve. And if it doesn't, let people know in a broken down structure where it's not overbearing. You're, you know, if it's overbearing, they're going to leave. If it's not overbearing and it's easy enough for them to consume, they'll know what you do. And whether or not they buy from you, that's a whole other story. But at least you've kept them long enough to read your profile and be interested in who you are.
0: Yeah, and when you're doing your summary, please use carriage returns. I've seen people with a whole brick of a paragraph, like twenty <laughs> lines. Like you know, you can hit the carriage return and have some white space in there, make it easier on the eyes. You know what I'm talking about? Yep,
1: yep. yep. It's yeah, it's 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 overload. It's it's total overload, and it stinks. There's a lot of people that don't do it right. That's why I'm uh, on a mission to help people fix it and ultimately leverage and learn from it because. People don't really realize that there's so much opportunity on that platform. It is insane.
0: Well, I want to keep this podcast really relevant because we're recording this on March 2nd. It's coming out on March 3rd. One of the things I do not like about LinkedIn, and then I'm going to ask you your thoughts about something I just learned about them. Number one, they I don't like getting you know, connection requests without personalized messages, but I don't really always blame that on the person because LinkedIn has decided that the app is not going to prompt you for a note, but the desktop does. So if you're on your, your mobile app and you click connect, it just sends a connection request. We're on the desktop version. It prompts you for the, for the, uh, personalized note. I, I blame that on LinkedIn. That's all on LinkedIn. How it, they don't have that synchronized. I don't know if the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: So um, so my thoughts are when LinkedIn got bought by Microsoft uh, a handful of years ago, I thought that was LinkedIn's peak. Um, I, I don't think that LinkedIn's headed in the right direction. But I think that now that Microsoft's kind of let it coast long enough, um, they're starting to pump money into better dev areas um, or dev development areas where – now they're fixing those things. Like for example, I met somebody out um, at a at an event a couple weeks ago, and he's like, "Hey Harrison, can you show me how to turn on um, the near me function so that way he could find people at the event, you know, near him on LinkedIn?" And it was funny. I, I I went to go click on where it was, and it wasn't there. And I go, "Oh my god, it's not there!" And I'm and and here I am, the LinkedIn expert, right? And it turns out they had literally just released an update a couple days prior for that and I'm, you know now i 'm searching around the phone, and, and sure enough I found it it was there, but they had moved it and i 'm glad to see that they 're actively changing the platform and working on it and working on it. My biggest fear with the platform, and I really hope this doesn 't happen because I think it 'll really cripple the platform is if they turn it into Facebook or it 's a pay to play pay to play platform mm. If they make it completely impossible to organically grow they 're just going to destroy their platform and it 's going to open up a void for another another, you know, software company to come up alignable or something else like that, where now that they could be overtaken, or if they're going to be the powerhouse, you know, let's call Facebook a powerhouse, right? Mm-hmm. People are going to search for alternative methods, if, if it's going to be uh, sharper, or if it's going to be alignable or something else that's going to come up, and it's going to be a better way to interact and a better way to grow your following and all that kind of stuff.
0: Now, I heard something the other day. It was from a reliable source. I think it was Forbes or Fast Company that LinkedIn has officially said they're going to come out with Snapchat-like stories. And a lot of people are going, oh, no. As a LinkedIn expert, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I love it. I, I genuinely love it because this is going to separate um – um Part my friends, the men from the boys, right? This okay. is going to separate the people that are really serious, like the people that think they know what they're doing, and the people that are giving it the be- like their quote unquote best effort, but they're really not trying, from the people that genuinely want to grow on the platform and are on a mission to help people. Um, I, I think that if they do this, it'll it'll one hundred percent allow the people that are going to create content or even because even when I create a content on a regular basis, I make great videos, I, I post them as regularly as possible. The reach isn't that great. And it's purely because they're limiting the amount of people that you know, they're, they're slowly turning to that pay to play platform. And um, And I have, you know, I have a pretty decent following now, but it's just that's how they're turning it into. And that'll give an opportunity for guys like me and and probably guys like you where we could go in and create content on a regular basis and start to rise above everybody else.
0: Well, my concern about the Snapchat style stories is LinkedIn is kind of they're confused. Okay, like they got LinkedIn live. And I am still waiting for LinkedIn Live. There are Same. people with, they far- gotta, they gotta
1: perfect things first.
0: Yeah. And, and my issue with that is, is I think they're doing it wrong because Instagram and Facebook is like within the app. It's one click with LinkedIn Live. You have to go get a third party app. And I'm like, why? Why wouldn't you just build it inside the app? Because now it confuses people. Cause now if you get LinkedIn Live. Well, eventually everyone gets LinkedIn live, like 20 years down the road, you have to go get a third party app. And I don't understand why they decided to use a third party app instead of building it in like Facebook live or LinkedIn live. I just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Even TikTok and, and well, Twitter's got um, Periscope, but Snapchat, yeah. you can't go live on Snapchat, I don't think. But I know TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, it's one click live. And I don't understand yeah, why LinkedIn for, did for that.
1: For a company that's worth billions of dollars, I'd like to see them. And I'm sure they will eventually. But, it, I mean, on the flip side of things, too, this is what I find funny. Facebook has a separate app for messaging. Uh, yep. <laughs> you know? It's like you have this trillion-dollar company, or soon-to-be trillion-dollar company, and they have a separate app for messaging, which I think is probably, you know, from coming from a, you know, I, my background is in programming That's probably the easiest thing to handle is messaging, but.
0: Right. Well, I wish LinkedIn had a separate message because I would like to be able to just turn my notifications on for my DMs and not have to go into the app, but that's my personal preference.
1: Yep. I agree. I agree 100%. Unfortunately, you know, and, and this is the, this is the, Crummy part about these major companies right we don't have much of an influence. The only way that we can influence what gets built is by either using what they've built and showing that we like that like it or not using what we've built and said and point them in the right direction and it can't just be you and I you know boycotting something right i I've been waiting <laughs> for LinkedIn live now for months and months and months and months and I still haven't gotten it right and even on even with LinkedIn live, I know people that have LinkedIn live that either one aren't using it or two. They're using it, and they're not getting the reach that they deserve. At least Facebook and Instagram reward you tremendously for using their live feature. That's the other thing that's driving me nuts. If I post organic content to LinkedIn, it's not getting nearly as far as it should, which is extremely frustrating to people that are focusing predominantly on the platform.
0: Let's talk about ways you can post. Now, I have tried posting an image, an image with a post, a video with a post, just a post. And I personally, myself, Mark Stuchowski, I get more reach if it's just a well-written post with appropriate hashtags. Videos don't seem to do well. I've talked to other people. Videos are killing, but the written posts aren't. So I guess it depends on, I guess, what hashtags you're using, your followers. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so so it's it's really a variety of different things. So it's it's gonna be who's following you, right? Which way do they like to and this is actually something that's funny you mentioned this, this is something I teach in my courses, is, is who is your target audience, right? And how are they gonna how are they gonna consume your content? Right. If they're more analytical, if they're more readers, right, then a blog or a well written post is gonna go far further than a video post. Um the other thing with video and stuff like that is most people are actually doing it wrong. Um they're they're either the content's really good but their quality is is rather poor and when i say quality is rather poor i mean you can't just use your facebook i mean your facebook you can't just use your phone <laughs> and be 10 feet away from it and yell through your room right and the room has echoes and stuff like that right there's so many people on there that are just using the wrong device they're not using an external microphone they're not using you know third party software to edit it they're not cutting out the ums and the ahs and the you know the stutters and all of that kind of stuff. They're really just winging it and hoping for the best. And those people, at least from what I've seen, are the ones that are are having a hard time. And they're like, I don't understand why my content isn't isn't hitting. Or the people that are using a photo and the photo is really badly taken. Right, the background is a disaster. You know, it's um, this is actually something I run into. Predominantly with all my customers is they don't know how to take a good photo because they're not looking at what's behind the subject, right? Mm. Behind the person they're taking a picture of, they're behind their their product or something like that. You have to look at the whole image and see, okay, is this good enough to post? And is this a good representation of me?
0: I think you're allowed to have thirteen hundred characters for a post, but there's a guy, I can't think of his last name. His name's Oleg. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a guy named I don't Oleg think so. and, and he'll post like one liners and get like a billion comments and likes. And, but when you read the con, when you read the post, it's, it's succinct, it's to the point. And I think some people go, well, I have 1300 characters. I'm going to fill it. No, say what you got to say. You don't have to use all 1300 characters. If you, what you have to say, the point you want to get across is two lines. Then stop. I think so many people are just like adding on and on and on. And then you get to the post and like, why, why did I waste my time reading this post where after the second line, there
1: was no value to it? Oh, I see what you're talking about. Oleg. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm not even going to try. But yeah, he's got 1300 clap or like or engagements and 509 comments.
0: Yeah, he normally gets more than that, like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. But my point is people think that they have to make long posts. No, if you have a one liner that's effective, like every once in a while, I'll post, tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. That's all I need to say. I don't need to go into any more depth. That's one sentence. And I think so many people think they have to fill up all 1300 characters. And it's kind of like the old school days when you had to write 800, uh, 800 word S ray and you go, the guy was very, 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 that doesn't count. The teacher just dismisses all that. And I think people get, they get this fear like, well, all my posts have to be long. No, they don't.
1: No. Um, not. It, it it people get people get so caught up. I talk about I talk a lot about this in blogging. Is you know people like oh my blog isn't long enough. I'm like no, I, there are blogs out there, and, and I and I also own a digital marketing agency where there's blogs that will dominate Google and have 700 words, and people are like I don't understand. And uh, I had a great professor in college teach me this, and he goes, I wrote my entire PhD thesis, um, and it was 13 pages long and he handed it in and all of the the professors reviewing it uh, almost laughed. They're like, where's the rest of this? And he's like, no, no, that's it. And they're like, well, you know, they're like, you do realize that some people a 100 pages for this. He goes, oh, I know. He goes, I've taken out all the fluff. He goes, every <laughs> single word in this entire book or, or, you know, 13 pages is exactly where it needs to be. I've reviewed every single word. Everything is put in the right place, and it conveys the message as clear as possible without adding the 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 fluff to it and and making it look far longer than it needs to be <laughs> and They read it pretty quickly, and they were like, "This is absolutely phenomenal because it's so down to the point. I think that's what people get caught up in. you know what are other people doing, and wh- I need to do that? No, no no like blog and and back to blogging right. People are like, oh, you know what blogging is so hard. Well, not if you write one blog, you know, one blog a month, and then when you write one blog a month, then you might throw another one in, and then you might throw another one in, and you're doing one a week, and and you know, the first one's always the hardest. It's it's like running, right? Your first mile is always the hardest, and then after you do it day in and day out, and day in and day out, and day in and day out, it's it's really not that bad. Same thing.
0: And if you want to go check out a blog that can have literally one sentence, his name is Seth Godin. Sometimes Seth will write one sentence. That's all he wants to write. Sometimes he writes, you know, many, many words. And I think you got to get past to, there's a magical number. Like you're going back to your professor is like, okay, how many words do I need to have to get my point across? And then stop. Don't just take all that fluff out because you're going to irritate your reader, whether it's on LinkedIn, a blog, wherever it is. If there's too much fluff, they're going to stop reading it because they're like, okay, I can't figure out what the value is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it really is. Crazy. Like I just, I just wrote a blog. I just wrote a post the other day and it's, it's doing pretty good. It's not growing as fast as I want it to be uh, about a week ago, but it employs equal assets. Simple math equation that will produce results and builds long lasting um, companies full of employees who love what they do. Right. It's, it's simple. It's to the point. And it's funny. Like I've, I have 20 likes and four comments and that's, you know, a decent amount, but that's doing better than some of my long form factor posts.
0: All right. Two questions for you. Number one, what is one feature not currently on LinkedIn that you'd like to see them add? And a follow-up question is, what is one feature that is on LinkedIn you wish they would get rid of? So one you'd like to see them add that's not on the platform already, and one that is that you wish they'd just get rid of, get rid of. Um,
1: feature. I don't know if it's necessarily a feature, but I really wish they would fix LinkedIn groups. Yes. LinkedIn groups are a joke. Um, They do not work right. Um, I have built groups. I have been a part of groups. I have posted in groups and get little to no traction in them Um, because LinkedIn just does a really, really bad job at letting the other people in the group. It's all point of having a group know that there were things posted in it or at least Facebook shows it up in your timeline. Yes, they're not doing that on LinkedIn, which is if if there's something that if if i would almost prefer them to get rid of groups because it's so poorly done
0: and all you have to um, do is
1: look at go look at facebook
0: facebook does group really really well i'm in a couple of groups over there and it's you know really engaging it's really easy to save stuff and, and so they don't have to reinvent the wheel they just yeah. have to look at, at facebook but i'm agreeing with you i'm in so many groups and i walk in there and it's like you know, is this is this group dead? Because they don't they they, they did an improvement like about four months ago, but it, it didn't do enough. They they really haven't emphasized the groups in my opinion.
1: No, it's it, it's it's really poor in that. Um the other thing that I really wish they would fix too is is even timelines. Timelines are really not that great. Uh I'm I really don't see the posts that I want to see, especially um I get a lot of stuff in my timeline that's people that i aren't I'm not connected with. I'd rather see stuff that I'm from people that I'm connected with and not. And especially first, it's okay if you bury it a little bit, but that's in my opinion, very frustrating.
0: Yeah, I do not. I spend a lot of time when I go through my LinkedIn uh, feed that if I see a post, I don't like, I hide it because that's one way you can do it. Find, hide it because some people don't understand that this is LinkedIn. I don't want to see your vacation pictures. I mean, I'm a Christian, but I don't want to see scripture on LinkedIn. Okay, oh, that's I, not, I
1: remove those immediately. The, that, that's the, not what it's for. None of that has any place on, on LinkedIn. It's a, Purely professional platform.
0: Exactly. And, you know, or someone, I follow a lot of people who are in real estate for some reason. I guess I followed them like way back in the day when I first got on LinkedIn. And they're always saying, I got this house for sale. And I'm like, okay, I don't know why I connect with you. I don't want to block the connection. So I'm always hiding or unfollowing them because I don't want to see that stuff because I don't, I don't spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and the time I do spend, my time is valuable. So I want to engage with the people who are putting out good content. I don't care you're selling a house in your, your town. Okay. That doesn't have any value to me. And I can't give any value to that post. How am I supposed to comment to you selling your house? I mean, yeah, what
1: are you going to comment? Nice house. (laughs) I don't know. I Uh, I wish I could buy it, but.
0: Well, before we wrap up today, Harrison, anything you want to share with us about how to be better at LinkedIn or other mistakes we can make or anything like that you want to share so we can take our LinkedIn use to another level?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, just I'm a big fan of of spreading positivity. You know, spread spread positivity on there. I think I think that's really where that's probably the platform that needs it the most. Um, That's number one. Number two is um, clean up your profile. You know, do me a favor when you do connect with me i really i genuinely want to add more people i love adding value and stuff like that um and and create content you know step out step outside your comfort zone create a lot of you know doesn't you have to create a lot of content you know but start posting something and you'll never you never know what's going to come of it um more than likely it's it's usually good it's it's really rarely negative so take your take the time out to to add value to other people Connect with other people. Try to start conversations with people that you normally wouldn't have a conversation with. I think that's super valuable. I'm always looking for more connections. I'm always looking to learn, learn from more people and stuff like that because other people, I might have a conversation with somebody and, and you never know where that's going to go and, and what I might learn and you know just add it to the, the portfolio of things that I have learned in my life. Um, so that's really what I want to see. And and as far as LinkedIn goes, I really hope that LinkedIn takes the time to clean some of the things up that they're doing, because it is really a phenomenal platform with probably the best, the best users and the best database there is. They just need to fix a handful of things, and it will be unstoppable, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And like I said, if you never record the video first of all, don't worry about perfection. Just record a video. Your first one's going to suck. That's okay. You'll get better. If you haven't written like a longer post, if all you're doing is sharing magazine articles, some uh, the the website, well, start writing your own posts. The first ones aren't going to be great, but you don't get to be better until you start. And I think a lot of people go, well, no one likes it. Hey, if you get one like... Okay, and the next time you get two likes, I think people are so paranoid they want to create a post that's a perfect post. There is no perfect post. I'm I'm going to shamelessly
1: plug myself, but if you guys are struggling with this kind of stuff, go check out my YouTube channel. I have a whole YouTube channel that teaches people how to make sales on LinkedIn and common mistakes and things like that and how to fix a lot of these things that people are doing wrong. And that's where – you know. It's a place where you can go. You can get longer form content. My videos are, are typically between five and 15 minutes. And you can figure out, hey, how to take a better photo, how to take a better video and things like that. So you don't have to stress about is my first video going to stink, right? It'll, it'll, rele- it'll alleviate a lot of that. And you can then pr- begin to produce quality stuff. And look, you know, Michael, Michael Jordan didn't go out and play basketball on his first day and become a professional. It mm-hmm. took me years and years and years. You got to start somewhere,
0: and we are our own worst critics. So we'll go, oh, this video really sucked, but other people go, man, it's great. So you take your opinion out of it, post it. You may be surprised. I I was really surprised. Someone told me about the the whole problem with LinkedIn, like it doesn't like you to put a link in the post. And so what I started doing is putting the link in the comment, and my I get more engagement. So try different things. You know, nobody's got it all figured out unless you created LinkedIn. So try things, and most importantly, if you find something that works, share it with your network because. You may help someone else, so I, I agree with you said about positivity and and helping each other out. If we just stop thinking that we have to have it all figured out, and just say, "Listen, I'm going to try this, and if it works, I'm going to share it with people," I think that we would help LinkedIn altogether grow to be a better platform than it is.
1: Yeah, use common sense. You know, what do you want to see? You don't want to see negative stuff, so put out positive stuff. It's and and. Like you know, what do you want to see? You you probably don't want to see politics on there, so leave politics out. You don't want to see religion on there, leave that out. You don't want to see vacation stuff on there. So, so by you not posting, it is only going to help the community grow on there hundred percent well you
0: mentioned your YouTube channels or any other link you want to share with us before we yeah, wrap up? people so, want to
1: learn more about this so I'm in the process of actually uh, I, I have my online course uh, teaching people how to use LinkedIn and mastering really everything that there is to know about LinkedIn uh, under Harrison and I'm actually in the process of working on a whole bunch of new courses how to start a podcast uh, how to use Facebook how to use Instagram and a whole bunch of other things so if you guys are curious go on my website and check that out um, and feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or follow me on social media
0: Awesome. Well, Harrison, thank you so much for being on the show today. We really appreciated all the information you gave us. And like I always tell my audience, hey, just, I know we gave you a lot of information. Just pick one thing, one thing that you're lacking, and then go do it. Just pick that one thing. Don't overwhelm yourself. So thank you so much for being on the show, sir. I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, Mark. Great speaking to you, man.
0: And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to my website, Mr Productivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, MrProductivity.com. Sign up for the free seven-day productivity challenge. Give me two minutes a day for a week, and I will teach you simple strategies and how you can become more productive. And I want to thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this great episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Please, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the show and then tell two or three of your friends about the value you're getting from the Mark Stuchowski podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.